0: Welcome to the Happiness Podcast. I'm Dr. Robert Puff. This is a premier episode of the Happiness Podcast, where we'll be exploring together ways to improve our lives and be happy. Let's begin. We all seek for many things. Some of us seek for money. Some of us seek for fame. Some of us seek for love. Some of us seek for health. But I believe at its core, what we're ultimately seeking for is happiness if i have enough money i'll be happy if i meet the love of my life all will be well if i get that promotion if i purchase that home if i get that car the ifs go on and on and on but we all know people who have money who have fame who even have the love of their life that aren't happy in this podcast Instead of looking for that which may lead to happiness, we're going to look directly at what does cause us to be happy so that as we listen to this podcast together, we can ultimately have a happy life. It is work, but it's worth the effort. Now, you may be asking, why do I want to listen to you, Dr. Puff? And that's a very good question. I'll give you my answer. However, the ultimate proof is going to be As we listen to this podcast, is it improving our lives? That's always the key of anything. Does it work? And if it isn't working, stop listening. But let's give it a try and see if perhaps our lives don't improve. Now, just a brief introduction about me. Why am I perhaps an authority on happiness? You'll learn a lot more about me in this podcast because I'm a storyteller. And I like to tell stories, but perhaps why I feel I have something to say about happiness is because God created me in such a way that this has been my passion of life. For example, have you ever met someone who loves music? They eat, drink, and sleep music, and that's all they've ever wanted to do. Or someone else who loves mathematics. They just eat, sleep, and drink mathematics, and that's all they want to do. I have from a very, very young age pursued happiness. What makes us happy? How can we be happy? And it's been a long, arduous journey. And along the way, I've learned some things, some things that really work well for being happy, staying happy, and maintaining happiness throughout your day, week, year, and life. Again, the proof will be in the pudding, but Let's explore the world of happiness and see if we too can't be happy. I deeply believe that anyone, anyone can be happy if they just work at it. It is work. At our core, this is what we're all pursuing. We may be pursuing it by diving into our favorite sports team, watching them every weekend, by going to the local clubs and looking for the love of our life by diving into our work and hoping that we make enough money and all will be well. These things we'll explore and find what truly helps us to be happy, to stay happy and to live a happy life. So I'd like to share a story that I heard once that I believe really explains what happiness at its core is all about. There once was a man, named Jim, who was regularly praying to God for this and that. He wanted more money. He wanted this illness to go away. He wanted the love of his life. He kept wanting one thing after another, and he was just regularly praying to God for this and that and that and this. Perhaps we can relate to that. Then one day, late at night while he was in his prayers, a voice out of nowhere started speaking to him. He was very frightened. He said, who is it? And it said, I'm God. And of course, you can imagine he was both afraid and excited. Why are you here, God? What do you want? And God said, Jim, you've been praying to me for many, many years. You're constantly asking for things. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you one last thing, only one thing, that it can be anything that you want but it'll be the last thing I ever give you for the rest of your life. So make it a good one. Jim was then very excited and nervous. He really had no idea what to ask for. So he began talking to his friends. One friend said, ask for money. If you have money, you'll be happy. And another friend said, no, people with money still have lots of problems. Then another friend said, ask for a long life. If you live forever, you'll be happy. And again, another friend said, Well, but then all your friends will die, and they'll be very sad. We kept asking people what to ask for, and nothing worked. It all had holes in it, and he just didn't know what to ask for. So six months came and went, and finally, late at night again, God came to him. And God said, Jim, it's time. It's been six months, and I need your last prayer request. What's it going to be? Jim said, God, can I ask you a question first? And God said, of course, Jim. God, can you tell me what to wish for, what to ask you for? Because I don't know. I don't know what to ask for. And God said, yes, Jim, I'll tell you what to ask for. And God said, Jim, what you ask for is that whatever happens in your life, that you be content with that again whatever happens in your life that you be content with that. Now, what does this mean for us? Dr. Puff, I'm in a job. I don't like. Can I be happy? Of course, make changes as best you can. But if it doesn't change, be content with what you have. If you don't have enough money, and you wish you had more, and the bills are constantly there, again, be happy with what you have, and enjoy your life now. There's a science rule that I will speak of many times in the future. It says that if any person in the universe can be happy with this thing, then that means it's a possibility for anyone. In other words, if someone out there has cancer, and they're happy, that means any of us can be happy Or if someone has lost the love of their life and they are still happy, then that's a possibility. Of course, we're going to elaborate on this in much more detail. And I would like to hear from you your questions, if you have them, so I can make sure that I address all the concerns that the listeners have. But basically, at its core, what this story tells us is that if we learn to be happy with what we have, then we're happy if we learn to love what life's given us then we're happy yes we may want changes yes everything may not be going the way we want but if we celebrate if we love what we have and work towards making changes at the same time guess what we have a happy life we have a happy life this introduction to this podcast may provoke more questions in us than answers. But if possible, come back again. Keep exploring with me the world of happiness because I really do believe that any of us, any of us can be happy. It isn't necessarily complicated, but it does take work. Together, let's explore how to be happy right now. Again, if you'd like to send me an email, my email address is drpuff at cox.net. That's drpuff at cox.net. Or if you'd like to learn a lot more about this podcast and other podcasts, blogs, books, and articles that I've written, you can go to www.happinesspodcast.org. That's happinesspodcast.org. Until next time, accept what is, love what is. Do you ever wonder why some companies do so well, grow, and just seem to keep coming up with great ideas and keep expanding, while other companies are permeated with negativity, lawsuits, employee turnover, and just overall unhappiness in the workplace? Whichever corporate camp you find yourself in or somewhere in between, the key to any company's ongoing success is to invest in and help their employees perform at their peak performance. There are very clear and specific things that people can do to perform well at work and in life in general. This is the focus of my podcast and it's also the focus of my work. Being at the cutting edge of any market is sustained through investment. Investment in training employees how to perform well, but sustained growth and productivity requires specific psychological tools in order to continue to perform at peak levels. This is where I can help. I've been studying peak performance for over 30 years now, helping people all over the world. And there are very specific things that have to be maintained in order to sustain this level of performance. When companies invest in their employees, their employees are invested in them. Unfortunately, it's quite common for companies to be doing exceptionally well in the marketplace, but for unknown reasons, key employees make poor choices, leave the company, or start struggling in coping with stress-related illnesses. Companies that do well know their business really well, but human behavior works in mysterious ways unless you've been trained to understand the causes and cures of underperformance. If you're a forward-thinking company, perhaps it's time to think about giving your employees skills that may really help them perform well at work and throughout their lives. If you work for or manage a company, and you're ready to learn the skills in order to survive and thrive in any market, in any conditions, or in life in general, I'd love to help. These are the skills I've learned. These are the ones I'd love to bring to your company True, lasting success has to be seen from a broader perspective, not just monetary. And if you're ready to bring about these changes, that's where I can help. To learn more, go to www.SuccessBeyondYourImagination.com. That's SuccessBeyondYourImagination.com. And whether we're at the doorstep of retirement or have many years to go, may we always be growing and be developing our skills, not only as successful employees, but as successful human beings.